Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. My people lack a sense of urgency. I've got to follow up on everything or we miss deadlines. I'm tired of babysitting. How can I ensure things get done on time? Hey, it's David, and you're listening to Leadership Without Losing Your Soul, your source for practical leadership inspiration, tools, and strategies you can use to achieve transformational results without sacrificing your humanity or your mind in the process. Glad you're here today. This is a topic that comes up quite a bit. It seems recently we've been hearing this question frequently with uh, participants in our leadership development programs. And I wanted to share some of the answers and ways that you can address this particular challenge. Paradoxically, it's uh, sometimes leaders with a high internal sense of urgency can struggle with this the most. But the good news is that there are just a few straightforward tools you can use to help everyone work effectively and meet those, those timelines. Before we get going, I want to encourage you, if you've got a leadership or management-related question, I'd love to answer it for you in a future episode of the show. You can send those to david.die at letsgrowleaders.com. That's die spelled D-Y-E. Or you can go to leadershipwithoutlosingyoursoul.com. You'll see a big orange button. You can click that button and record your question. Hey, this is Nora, and I have a question. Hi, David. My name is Jamie, and I'm calling in from Maine. My question is about... Hey, David. This is Julian from Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. This is John from Colorado Springs. This is Johan White from Kingston. I have a question for you. This is Cynthia from Baltimore. Hi, David. This is Susan from New Jersey, and my question is... Hi, David. This is Dean from Denver. I would love your advice on this. All right, let's get to it. Five steps to get things done and help your team develop a common sense of urgency. You're probably not going to have success by telling people, hey, we need to have a sense of urgency. And one of the reasons for that is that urgency means different things to different people. Folks naturally have a different perspectives on what matters and why it matters. Some people will value thoroughness above their timeliness. Others may have a sense of timeliness that differs from your own. And if you want proof of this, just go ask three different people in your life to define the word soon. You'll get three different answers, four if you include yourself. So to help your team be as effective as possible and lower your stress level, you want to create a common understanding of urgency and timeframes and shared commitments. And these five steps will help you do it. Okay, number one, respond with proportion. With so much of leadership, This is no different. You want to start with yourself. Examine yourself. Your team pays attention to how you respond to tasks, opportunities, and problems. So if you're a high urgency person, but you're treating every problem or task with the same passion and intensity, your team won't truly know what's important. They're going to shut down. They'll filter out the extreme responses and say, oh, that's just the way that uh, he is. Or if you're super reserved, you'll have the same problem. Your team's not going to know what's important. So you want to be you, but with some range. Use the passion and intensity for what matters most. And when you're using the tools 
numbers two through four here, the rest of these tools, you'll find you need less emotional energy to get things done. Number two, identify routine tasks to schedule the finish. So this is a two-step process. First, you're gonna look at the different types of tasks that your team members do regularly. There are always routine tasks that are a part of someone's work. And there are also the occasional delegated assigned tasks or projects. So you wanna begin with the routine tasks and group them into similar categories. For example, in a particular role, you might have categories like document accounts, respond to inquiries, and complete research for proposals. Next, you want to schedule the finish for these routine tasks. And when I say schedule the finish, that means you clearly define what done looks like with a specific scheduled time that something's gonna be finished. You don't leave that sense of urgency to chance or interpretation. So here's a specific example. In our business, we have a category of tasks called responding to prospects and customers. Our schedule the finish for this category is that everyone receives a response within 24 hours. And for specific subcategories, they're gonna hear from us within four hours unless we're on stage or speaking uh, to a group live or something like that. These routine tasks often cause frustration for leaders. If you've ever thought, this is just part of your job, why can't you do it with urgency? Then if you can bucket these routine tasks and create shared scheduled finishes, it's going to help. And as you're having these schedule to finish conversations and helping everyone understand what done looks like in these finish lines for these routine tasks, don't neglect the why. Why does it matter? How does it align with your values? How is this sense of urgency, this sense of completeness, these types of finish lines, why do they matter? How are they contributing to your customer relationships, to the internal smooth process, efficiency, employee experience? They're there for a reason. It's not just your own random, impulsive, controlling need to have it done. There's a real reason. So here's the critical question. With no other conversation between you and your employees, if I were to talk to them and ask, what's your manager's expectation for when these things should be done? Would they give me the same answer you would? And if you're not sure how they'll respond, press pause right now. Go ask them. Ask them yourself. See what they say. If they're on the same page about what success looks like, you're good to go. But if they would respond differently or they do respond differently or they would be unsure, then it's definitely time to start here. Establish clear expectations about what success looks like for those individual buckets or categories of work. And for ongoing tasks, you can do the same thing. But the goal might be something like complete this weekly. For instance, if an employee is doing customer contacts and they need to document the account with conversations and activities taken, maybe they catch that up to 100% completion by the end of day every Wednesday and every Friday. So that was number two. Identify routine tasks. Schedule the finish on those routine tasks. There should be no doubt about when routine things should be completed or what success looks like from a time perspective on all of those, those tasks. All right, let's go to number three. Schedule the finish for delegated assignments. So this is the second category of tasks, the things that aren't routine. These can be delegated assignments, project work, multi-part tasks. And again, for high urgency leaders, these are the tasks that usually need to be completed yesterday. By the time I delegate it, gosh, I really wanted it done yesterday. But high urgency leaders tend to be the ones that don't set the timeline. 
their sense of urgency says as soon as possible yesterday would be good. So the other person puts it on their list to work on, but they work on other items first, things that came in first. In the meantime, that high urgency leader is frustrated at the other person's perceived lack of urgency. This is where scheduling the finish is vital and will save you a tremendous amount of frustration, headache, and, and unnecessary emotional angst. Even the most dedicated team members have to decide about the work they'll do next. And the time frame is critical to that decision. So if you don't share it, you're setting yourself up for frustration. It may feel like babysitting, but it's not. Tasks with finish lines get done. But people will generally push tasks that don't have finish lines to the end of the line until they become critically urgent. It's not a lack of urgency. It's a rational approach to managing multiple priorities. And yes, there are things that are important but aren't urgent and need to be worked on, but the way that we get them done is we've got to create space in a finish line. This needs to be done. Even if it, the urgency, the actual critical urgency isn't there, we still need to establish for ourselves or for our people some time frames. When you create that finish line, it establishes a common vocabulary and a shared sense of urgency. And for multi-step projects, you're going to have milestone dates that need to be met and can be established up front. All right, so for our routine tasks and for our kind of one-off and delegated type things or multi-part projects, we're going to schedule the finish. Scheduling the finish is your critical activity for any of these kinds of things to establish a shared sense of urgency and what done looks like. Okay, we're not done yet though. Number four, check for understanding. As you wrap up conversations, you wanna check with the other person or your team to make sure that you've got a shared understanding of what a sense of urgency means. Now, this is not asking them, do you understand? At best, you'll get a yes to that question, and all that means is that they think they understand. At worst, they're just telling you what they think you wanna hear. So a good check for understanding ensures that everyone shares the same interpretation. Communication is a closed loop. There's a send or receive, and they both match. For example, all right, that was a great discussion. I want to make sure we're on the same page going forward. What's your understanding of the timeframes here? Bottom line is that you're trying to ensure you've got a mutual shared understanding of the words that you've exchanged specifically around timeframes and finish lines. All right, that brings us to number five. Once you and the team have that shared understanding of what success looks like, number five, we're going to reinforce it with celebration and accountability. When the team succeeds, celebrate. You get more of what you celebrate and encourage, less of what you criticize or ignore. So reinforce what's working. For the routine items, you don't need to reinforce them every single time, but do periodically call attention and celebrate excellence. Especially when you're first starting these things, you wanna celebrate and reinforce and make sure it's happening. And then every once in a while from there on, Acknowledge this is important, this matters, here's why it's making a difference. And when it doesn't happen, it's time for a performance conversation. When you first establish new timeframes, you may have to reinforce them with a couple of performance conversations and those initial encouragements. After that, if someone's continuing to struggle, you might need to reinforce with an escalated conversation about the pattern of issues with timeliness. So you can see some of the other episodes on account, accountability conversations, performance management, using the INSPIRE method, or check that out on the blog. 
But the bottom line is have those accountability conversations, have them quickly when you need to, the first time, the second time, things aren't happening the way that you've agreed that they're going to happen. All right, so those are five steps you can take to help establish a sense of urgency. Remember, people's sense of urgency varies, and so using that schedule the finish to get everyone on the same page, checking for understanding, these are your essential tools to avoid the angst, the heartache, the frustration, and the team performance hiccups that come with different understandings of what urgent means. Use these tools, create a more effective, more efficient, less angst-ridden team environment, and you're on your way to being the leader you'd want your boss to be. See you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.